0: It is December 14th, and welcome to episode 163 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you quickly up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debates shaking up America. So yesterday, CNN, initially in an exclusive report later picked up by a number of other outlets, reported that the United States was nearing a decision to send Patriot air defense missile systems to Ukraine to help protect that nation from the barrage of Russian missiles. And Iranian-made drones that have been hitting civilian targets and critical infrastructure, including power stations in Ukraine, for months. Now, look, these Patriot systems are highly capable. They're long-range. They're area-wide air defense systems that are particularly effective uh, at, you know, taking out ballistic missile attacks and potentially targeting other airborne threats like Iranian drones and Russian fighter aircraft. This, of course, is an important, and maybe you might be wondering, Step, about why we haven't done this yet, Right, We obviously are supportive of saying defensive weapons to Ukrainians. Ukrainians. Uh, we've been saying all sorts of other offensive capabilities. And so today we're going to be discussing why is it taking this long to get Patriots? What else should the U.S. be doing to support the Ukrainians? And why aren't we doing enough? In my view, this is completely crazy. It's taken us this long to get to Patriots. We should be giving the Ukrainians basically everything we have in order to defeat the Russians. I'm just not sure what the Biden administration's policy here is. it to let the Ukrainians win or fight to
1: a draw or... None of the above. I don't know. I don't get it. Les, what do you think? Jamil, I don't understand your complaint. Yes, (laughs) it is true that uh, Russia has been firing missiles into Ukraine for uh, for some time now, several weeks. This is now their strategy to sow terror among the Ukrainian people. And, and to attack civilians and civilian infrastructure, that's the only thing Russia has left because they're losing on the ground. They're trying to bide time until they can reinforce or something. So they've shifted the battlefield to these missile strikes. The administration is now... Uh, making it public that they're going to be doing more to provide Ukrainians with missile defense. I presume this has been in the works for some time and that we're, that CNN is not briefed moment by moment on administration decisions. And this is at the tail end of something. I think we should give some deference to the administration. They have managed U.S. assistance to the Ukrainians very well. The Ukrainians are winning on the ground. I'm thrilled we're going to be providing uh, missile defense to them. I hope it works seamlessly. I like that the administration is mindful of how much the Ukrainians can absorb at any given time. And I think we should be talking about the fact that for the, these Patriot systems, which are incredibly complicated, big, uh, not easy to use, that Americans are on the ground and will be on the ground in Ukraine in all likelihood to help with the deployment of these. I think that's an issue that should be discussed, and we should not be hiding the ball from the American people about how much Americans are exposed in harm's way in Ukraine.
2: Great point on the latter end that's picked up in a few stories. You know, what is the U.S.? And I'll put troops in quotes because whether it's defense officials or Toshes, who's at the embassy, um, the amount, of, you know, the number of Americans that are in Ukraine, what they're doing, where they are, they're supposed to be limited to two areas within Ukraine. They're not, you know, out in the countryside, but to your point, they're assisting their training, bringing in, you know, a complex defense missile system. What does that look like in terms of support, the increase in the number of Americans there? You know, that's something the administration has to think about as well.
0: I mean, let's be real. This is not about the number of Americans in Ukraine or about the Ukraine's ability to absorb it. It's about the Biden administration's willingness to tolerate putting more weapons into the Ukraine, Ukraine conflict, right? I get that Les thinks that we've done enough. We've done a great job getting them weapons. I respectfully would say the 7,000 nearly Ukrainians who are dead, civilians who are dead, would disagree with you, Les, about what a great job we've done providing the country the weapons they need to defend their own nation. I mean, look, the bottom line is we seem to want to sort of eke in, you know, a little bit of offensive, a little bit of defensive, just enough that not too many civilians are being killed, not too many power plants are destroyed, not too many Russians are killed, because God forbid we kill a lot of Russians, Ukrainians kill a lot of Russians, and they might lash out, they might get more aggressive, they might, as the president said, use tactical nuclear weapons as if that were a real thing. I mean, let's be serious. The Biden administration just doesn't want to help the Ukrainians win. They want them to fight to a draw, which you know what that means? Just more dead Ukrainians. And the Biden administration, will just own that and admit it.
1: Jamil, I think you're creating a false choice here. There's not a lack of will on the part of the Biden administration or on the part of Congress, which is funding all of these activities. And what you're saying is if we would just do more, there wouldn't be dead Ukrainians. That is not True. The administration has been doing a good job of pacing. U.S. assistance to Ukraine. I'm not saying it's perfect and maybe it could be better, but this is, this is like judging an NFL game from television when you don't understand what the play is they just called and why they called it. You know, we're, that kind of criticism that you're leveling against the administration, I think is, is based on a false premise. The administration does care. They're trying to do the right thing. Congress is also, let's, let's acknowledge that they are doing a good job. Ukraine is winning on the ground. Let's make sure that continues. If we can amp up what we're doing, I think that's good. But let's make sure the Ukrainians are actually able to absorb it, because if they're not, or if we put too many Americans in harm's way and this does expand the conflict, both of those things are very bad.
2: And along that front, let's not just toss out that escalation on the Russian part is just completely off the table, no matter what the U.S. does, no matter what we send, what support we give, that's just never going to happen. It seems like you're just kind of throwing that out, but that's... That's, you know, we're taking that for granted.
0: We can't be scared of our own shadow, right? And by the way, we've escalated dramatically. This whole concern about Russia escalation was there on day one. It's why we didn't give the Ukrainians weapons ahead of time and trying to save this conflict off. It's why we didn't give it the, to give it to them in month one. It's not about absorptive capacity. All of a sudden, today, now the, the Ukrainians can take patriots. They couldn't last month. This month, they can. It's like magic. They now have absorptive capacity. That's ridiculous, Les. I
1: mean, Jamil, on. Jamil, Jamil, you and I both know that if they're absorbing Patriot missile Uh, defense capability, then they're not doing something else. There are so many, there are only so many Ukrainians who are able to fight the Russians. So whatever, whatever group we're taking to work on the Patriot systems and devote towards missile defense, we've taken them from somewhere else, right? There is not infinite capacity here. These are prioritization decisions. It is true that yes, it is good. We are doing missile defense now, but that has only recently become a priority in this conflict.
0: I, I take that. I don't think that's right. I think the, I think Ukrainians will always know it's a priority because they've got thousands of civilians dead. It is a priority. And you know what the absorptive capacity we should be worried about? The absorptive capacity of the Ukrainian population to take Russian missiles, not their ability to take American defensive weapons. That's ridiculous, right? Look, at the end of the day, I think the fundamental problem here is the Biden administration doesn't really want the Ukrainians to win. They want them to fight to a draw and get a negotiated negotiated resolution. And that's an ephemeral fake thing, Right. I I think the Biden administration deserves a lot of credit for what they've done. They don't deserve credit for slowly eking their win. we got to decide, do we want the Ukrainians to win? And if so, give them everything they need. And by the way, they're not giving them attackums. They're not giving them MiG-29s. They're not giving them... Um, you know, American American Gray Eagle drones. The Ukrainians have been asking for those for nine months. The entirety of this conflict, they've been asking for it. They have the capacity. They want them. We won't give it to them because we're afraid of the, Mr. Putin and his escalation. He hasn't done it yet in nine months. He ain't going to do it. We should give the Ukrainians everything they can need so they can win or at least fight to a negotiated solution. Jameel, we just the last got word. done.
1: Jamil, we just got done with two wars in Afghanistan and Iraq that went on for years and years and years. The original mission, uh, we had mission creep. The original mission got forgotten long ago. The U.S. expand, you know, expanded into all kinds of other things. I give the administration credit for keeping a tight focus on what is important and what we're trying to do. And I think there's no evidence at all that they want this thing to end in a draw. I think that's crazy to
2: assert. And I actually think Putin saw after Afghanistan that we would let Ukraine go, and we have proven over the last nine months that we won't. And I think he is surprised by that. So I actually take, I agree with Les. There's nothing to to say that the Biden administration does not want Ukraine to win.
0: I love that. I love the claim is we don't want mission creep. And yet everything we've had for the last nine months in Ukraine is mission creep because we didn't know what we wanted when we started. We don't know what we want now. We're continuing to creep in. It's exactly, this is exactly the same problem. Les, you're wrong. I'm right. And that's a wrap, folks. Thanks to Brooke Aga Khan and Claude Jennings for their production assistance. And tune in on Friday for a special holiday episode of NSI's Fault Lines, the podcast that gets you smart fast on the national debates shaking up America.